from ABC's Hope and Faith, please welcome Polly Lit. Hey, this is Polly Lit, and I'm so excited to be here, and let's get this thing rolling. everyone welcome to the mike grand show and today's special guest is from the hit abc sitcom hope and faith please welcome polly lit hey polly how are you i'm good mike how you doing today good thank you so much for joining us here today oh man thank you for having me so we're gonna have a lot of fun everybody so the first question that i want to ask polly is how did he get involved in acting Ooh, well, we got to go way back. I'm um, getting old, Mike, you know, I've uh, been doing it uh, 20, 20 years. So when I was six years old, actually, um, you know, I guess my mom knew there was something different uh, with me because uh, I would, I think I broke about three or four VHSs. I don't know if the viewers remember VHSs, but you had to rewind them and then start all over. It's not like DVDs and iPhones nowadays. And I, uh, I broke about three or four VHSs of Ace Ventura. And I watched it until um, I could mimic every line and I knew every line of the movie. So my mom knew that. And then somebody came up to us in the mall and um, my mom wasn't, you know, said no, wasn't too thrilled with it, the whole thing. But she, after speaking with my grandmother and we took the interview and I went and I met with an agency and they wanted to sign me immediately and sent me on my first audition, which was an Oreos commercial. And I was very fortunate, blessed. Uh, I got the first audition I went on. So uh, I guess they say the rest is history. Yeah, that sounds like me with the VCR. I would break all those tapes all the time because I would watch them over and over and over again. All my favorite uh -huh. shows record everything. Nowadays, I mean, everything's to us on the internet, um, on demand, yeah. streaming services. But back in the day, we had to record everything that we wanted to save and see. Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely different times and uh, it wasn't as easy at, at your fingertips like it is today. I mean, I think Hope and Faith, a lot of the episodes are even on YouTube nowadays. Yep. So you eventually Crazy. got cast on Hope and Faith. So can you tell us, you played Justin Chanowski on there, the um, son of Faith Ford. So can mm -hmm. you tell me how you got cast on Hope and Faith? Oh, wow. So that's a crazy story. So, you know, uh, they had done the pilot already, episode. And uh, there was a few casting changes. Actually, I, I think in the, you'd have to ask, but I think Ted wasn't on it in the very beginning. Uh, Macy, I think Macy, my, or, you know, my, the, the middle sister um, was the only original member along with Kelly and Faith. Uh, there are a lot of casting changes and they had already been in production. They got picked up. 
um, and they'd done the, they had, they hadn't finished the pilot, but they were holding auditions for Justin. And, um, I went in and I met with Gil Unger, who is the director and, uh, Emil Levisetti and Joanna Johnson. And, uh, it's, it's a very funny story, uh, that we tell in my household, uh, because I was, I guess I was eight at the time and it was Emil and Emil's like this just very suave, good looking guy with his hair combed back, just well put together. And Gil's just very much, you know, rough and tumble. He's a director. He's always on the move. And I don't know how it came up, but I said something to the, he said something to the effect of, you know, like Emil was a good looking guy, Joanna, or somebody said something like that. And Gil dead serious goes, well, Paulie, how about me? You know, what about me? And just just only as a kid could do, I just said that serious. Well, I think you'll back in the day you were good looking. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, I guess that sealed the deal because uh, after that, they uh, they cast me. So that's funny. That's how it went. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So on the show, it starred Kelly Ripa and Faith Ford. Mm -hmm. And what always kind of drove me a little crazy and was confusing is because Faith Ford played Hope, Kelly uh, Ripa played Faith. So just because of Faith Ford and Faith, I was always a little confused sometimes. I'm like, ah, oh, they have that different person playing Faith, you know? Uh, tell me about it. We, we made mistakes like that all the time. I mean, Faith was Hope, Kelly was Faith. I was just like craziness, but... Uh, we managed, we managed to get it done, but yes, that was uh, a, a, always a topic conversation every year. Yeah, I thought that was always funny. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your memories of both Kelly Ripa and working with Faith Ford? I mean, family. That's the, the first word that pops into mind is, is family. Everybody on the show, um, we still continue to talk everybody when i'm in new york i see kelly all the time uh you know faith obviously is down in louisiana so she's in the south as well that's where she's from uh, i talk to faith pretty regularly um you know she I, she really is like my second mom um and i and i call her that uh and campy and her husband is is just they're they're both amazing people and they have their 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 pups with them you know, they have dogs all over the place in their, uh, on their property in Louisiana and there's the farm and she's just, she, they're just wonderful people. And, um, Macy the same way. Macy's like a sister to me. Macy's now a nurse. Uh, I mean, her sister just got married. It's just, you know, you just grow up with these people. Yep. And then your dad on the show was played by Ted McGinley. So can you tell us a little bit about working yeah. with Ted? Oh, Ted's the man, man. He he's so funny. You know, he uh, he has sons that are about my age. Well, actually, one's a year older, one's uh, eighteen months younger, and it, him and and Gigi are just fantastic people. Ted's a little bit of a jokester, though. So, you know, there were quite a few. Uh, what shall we call them? Uh, I guess, well, there were pranks that were always going on on the set. And uh, Ted usually was the instigator in them. Uh, I'm not going to throw him under the bus, but I am. I'm going to have to. 
So, uh, and then Kelly got involved a lot of the times. Like I remember this one time, I think it was Ted who started this whole bit. And then it, it sort of just had this domino effect. And one time I got this beautiful gift at my door, at my dressing room door. And I thought, man, this is, this is a beautiful gift. It was wrapped. It had a bow. It was just gorgeous. And I'm unwrapping it and it was a box inside of a box. So I thought, oh, this is funny. It's going to be something really small. And as I started opening the box, I said, geez, this, this smells terrible. And um, then I opened another box and then finally it's a newspaper wrapper in there. And I think, what the heck? And I unwrap the newspaper and it's dead fish's head from the Fulton's fish market. It was just, it was, it was a gift from Kelly because, well, now I'll tell you about a week earlier, uh, <laughs> Kelly doesn't really like hamsters. So I decided um, that I would, uh, <laughs> I would fill her bathroom, dressing room, her shower um, with pet hamsters. So when she went into the bathroom, there were all hamsters everywhere. And uh, as a nine-year-old, I thought it was absolutely hilarious uh, to hear Kelly scream throughout the studio. So she vowed to get me back, and, and she did. <laughs> That's hilarious. So as nine years old, you're sitting there pranking Kelly Ripa. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah, we had a lot of fun. We, that's all we did. We were like uh, big kids. So, Everybody. I mean, on the set, I mean, especially um, Kelly Ripa and Faith Ford, their characters together, there was a lot of physical comedy that they did, which was really great. What did you learn as a child actor watching them do that? Oh, talk about an education, Mike. I mean, I would just sit back and observe. I mean, it was, you're learning from, I mean, Faith, obviously, with her Murphy Brown background from, from, from the greats, you know? I mean, to, to witness what they were able to do um, physically, um, was just outrageous. I mean, it was, it was just watch, it was watching pros and being a part of a team that had all pros and, and Ted as well. And the guest stars, I mean, we had so many guest stars that were just massive at the time, even, even to get on a sitcom. So, I mean, there's just too many things I can tell you about. There's, there really is just too many things. But one thing that always really was cemented from day one um, from, from Kelly was how wonderful she is to her fans and how gracious she is with her time. You know, Kelly was super busy, you know, obviously doing live with Regis and Kelly. And then she'd come over the bridge and, and work on hope and faith for, for till you know eight nine o'clock sometimes and then she'd have to go back over and then she was up at you know crack of dawn to get back over there and do it all over again plus she had three kids you know when we first started Joaquin was just born you know now Kino's in college so to see this this woman who was just always on the go and moving without a doubt, 
never hesitate to take the moment to talk to a fan and sit with a fan or sign an autograph. And, and she used to always say, without them, I'd be nothing. And that was, that was always really cemented in, uh, in my memory, even at a young age. Yep, exactly. And Kelly started on All My Children as a soap opera mm-hmm. actress too, which is kind of the basis of the show, how she was an out of work soap opera actress and went back and lived with her family. Yeah, well, it was, I guess it was loosely based, you know, Joanna Johnson was, uh, was the creator of Hope and Faith. And Joanna had had her up and comings within the soap opera world as well. So it was, it just kind of meshed when, when, when Kelly came aboard. And I always said too, I mean, it was definitely great training ground for Kelly. And it's a shame there's not that many soap operas in the daytime now, because that's a great training ground where you really have to know your lines because every day you're pumping out an episode there. Yeah. I remember we used to have, um, you know, there was a couple episodes um, during sweeps week where we had a lot of the soap stars on, you know, we had like a crossover episode. There was a wife swap episode with one of them as well. And it was just, it was amazing to talk to these people. They, they'd come over, they'd be like, oh, this is a breeze. You know, this is easy. What you guys do, you go Monday for a table read. You got a whole week to learn a script and then Thursday, Friday, you're filming. So, uh, yeah, they're 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 troopers over there. Yep. And you definitely had a wide range of guest stars. So I'm going to name just some of the names of the people who have guest starred on here. But you've had. Clint Black, Nick Lachey, yeah. Dean Kane, Kathy Lee Gifford, Jenny McCarthy, Carmen Electra, Susan Lucci, Mark Consuelos, Kelly Ripa's husband, uh, mm-hmm. Tom Arnold, Brian Austin Green, yeah. Dixie Carter, Robert Wagner. I mean, so many great legends have come on there. Now, did you know at the time when you were that age who all these people were? You know, it was funny. Uh, for the most part, I knew a lot of them. There were two that, that really, uh, well, three that stick out in my mind. So growing up in New Jersey, I was a, a huge Frank Sinatra fan. I grew up with the 30s, 40s, big band era music. And um, for me, there were three people that really stuck out. Um, and I'll probably save the best for last. One was Tony Curtis. Tony was... Uh, so gracious with his time with me uh, to take his time to sit down, tell me stories about the olden days with Sinatra and the Rat Pack and all those boys. I'll never forget it. Next is Robert Wagner, who was alive during those days and, and the golden era of film. And I'll tell you the truth. He was the only person on that show. I, I remember when the show got canceled. No one called me from, from, from anywhere. And uh, I got this random call and it was Robert Wagner. And he was such a class act. And he said, hey, Paulie, how you doing? It's your grandfather, Robert. Uh, you know, he was my grandfather on the show. And he said to me, you know, don't worry, it happens. You know, you're gonna have a long career. Just keep going, it's happened to me. And I'll never, I, I, I never forgot that. Um, and then the third um, 
one that really stuck out and we, we became pretty, pretty good friends um, was Regis. Uh, Regis, when I first saw Regis, he was the first real guest star kind of that I, I was a part of. I went up to my mom and I said, Mom, he knew those, like he was on the Joey Bishop show, you know, he knew those guys, you know, and she said, yeah, yeah you know, go up and talk to him. And, and we wind, wound up singing together. I went on tour with him for a little while in a couple venues and, and sang with him. And I would sing on the Regis and Kelly show. And we just had this really unique bond of just learning and, and loving the same music, you know, and, and that's where we connected. And I even remember there was a time, you know, and there still is, I, I moved behind the camera and I produce now a lot and, and I, I eventually want to direct. And when, when Regis found that out, he said, Hey, Paulie, come over. I want to sit you up in the director's booth while, you know, Regis and Kelly's going on and you can, call out and see how it's going and see what's going on and he was just uh he was just always so so gracious with his time for to to me looking back you know I was a kid I was a little you know kid and, and this this legend uh would just uh would would just spend time with me and we talk about Notre Dame football if it wasn't music it was Notre Dame football one or the other Yep, Regis uh, definitely was a great person, and we all miss him. Definitely a oh, TV legend. Tremendous. Oh, tremendous. And one other person that was on the show as well, you did have an older sister, Sydney, who was actually played by two different actresses. First, it was played by Nicole Poggy, and then by yep. Megan Fox. So can you tell us about the two of them, and why was there a switch where a different... Megan was, or I'm sorry, where a different Sydney was cast. Yeah, yeah, where a different, you know, I tell you the, the truth, uh, <laughs> you know, being that I was a kid on the show, I didn't really know uh, why, why they did it, uh, nor did I ask too many questions, but it is what it is, and it happened, um, and Megan is, is great, Megan's a sister to me, so is Nicole, uh, they were, I'll start off with Megan. Megan was, uh, Megan's like a big, big brother. Really, I swear. Um, video games. Uh, I remember one year for Christmas, she got Macy and I a PSP when it came out with all video games. And she's like comic books. It's the funniest thing, you know, this, the world's most beautiful girl in the whole world. And that's, you know, what, what she does. It's, it's very funny. And we just had a ball. We had a ball. Uh, it was just having having another sibling, um, and and obviously she was a lot younger than Nicole, so it was it was close. And she was a kid too. She had just turned eighteen, you know. So so she was she was just like an extended uh, big kid as well. And then Nicole was uh, even though we only had the one year, we we became close. And now Nicole is uh, she does jewelry. And she has babies herself. Uh, we're all getting old, Mike. Time flies. <laughs> Megan has kids. Everybody has kids. It's crazy. What was your favorite episode from the show? Mm. 
Ooh, that's tough for me. Um, you, you know, from a standpoint of like starstruck or awestruck, that never really happened to me in my career. You know, even, you know, whether it was Doubt or if it was Speed Racer or Jersey Girl, whatever film I was on, whatever I had done, nothing really affected me. But when sports player, I'm a huge sports fan. I grew up with it. I played it. So when sports players came on or we were able to meet them or they said they watched the show, that blew my mind. Like I was just like, oh, my goodness. So we uh, we had the we were fortunate enough to have uh, Roger Clemens and Willie Randolph on our show. And uh, I was just blown away. I mean, it was just, uh, I could barely speak. I was just so excited. Um, and um, so, yeah, so that's probably, that was the, I believe that's the just in time episode uh, when they were on. And I, and I, uh, I put Ted's signed baseball in the microwave and it blows up. And how was the crowds like after filming the episodes? You got to go out and see the audience as well, correct? Yeah, yeah. So we filmed in front of a live audience every Friday night. And um, it made it just a whole different experience. I tell you the truth, I don't know what it would have been like without that live audience. Um, you know, obviously we're coming out of COVID now. Uh, and it's it's just a very odd time in the world, and I, and I feel bad for these shows that you know had live audiences and weren't able to have them or or whatever it it may be because it just created such a unique energetic environment. Um, it was like it was it wasn't similar to doing a play, but it had that feel because you were getting the reactions, you know and what the writers were so good at and Joanna was so good at was being able to test out, you know, certain lines or certain scenes and, and have that live feedback of the audience. And when things weren't working, the things weren't playing right, they'd come in, we'd change a couple things. And then, you know, this audience would have this new, um, new spin on a scene and uh, see if it was funny or not. Yep, and I actually attended an episode of Hope and Faith. It's the first sitcom, the only sitcom I've ever actually got to see filmed live. So it was pretty cool. That's amazing. And yeah. the, ep the episode that I went to was the second half of, it was the two-parter for season two, right when Megan joined okay. the cast. So we watched the first episode in the audience. They let us watch because at that mm -hmm. time it didn't air yet. So we watched the first episode on video monitors and then we got to see the whole episode played out and everything. And I actually have here, let's see if you recognize this. The Hope and Faith water bottle. Yes. That's amazing. That is and amazing. We've got- My grandmother has one of those. We got Polylit signature right here. We got Polylit. No way. Yep. Kelly Ripa, Faith Ford, and Macy's. So I got four signatures on this one. So I kept it after Incredible. all these years. I've got it still. That's, that is so funny. I'm going to have to text them and tell them they're going to go crazy. Yep. 
So it was definitely a lot of fun, awesome experience. So if anyone ever has a chance to see a sitcom live, I definitely recommend it. Oh, um, and you were no also shit, nominated. No yep, and you were also nominated for a Young Artist Award as well for your work on Hope and Faith. Yes, yes, we, I, I, uh, we, I think Macy and I both were, um, and um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't go to that, but I went. We went to the People's Choice when we were nominated for a People's Choice Award, and it's funny. Years later, Mike, I, I never knew this, and never found out about it until just about a year ago. Um, I didn't have a lot of child actor friends, other child actor friends growing up. Um, just because my mom really separate, wanted to make sure one was work and one's play, you know, and it was wonderful that she did that. Um, but actually now some of my best friends were child actors. And the kid that I lost to is one of my best friends, Vincent Martella, when he was on a show called Everybody Hates Chris. So we found yes, that out I, yeah, and we just yeah. started laughing. So you, did you, you audition for Everybody Hates Chris? No, no, no. Or, or, uh, but he, he won the Young Artist Award. Oh, he won the Young Artist Award. When, when, I, when I was nominated. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's funny. Yeah. See, you, you never know in life who you're going to meet. <laughs> So no, oh. do you think that maybe one day there could be a hope and faith reunion? I don't know, Mike, you know, that's, that's up to the powers that be. Uh, we, we definitely, uh, we have all heard about the rumor. We've joked about it and uh, I'm ready. You know, I think it would be interesting. I know I'm sure Ted's available, Macy's available, probably Faith would come around. You know, I, I, we have to work out with Kelly. Kelly has a busy schedule. Yep, and I, th I think that would definitely be awesome to see how years later what happened to everybody. And then also, you were also- That would be great. Yep, you were also in the movie Jersey Girl with Ben Affleck. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh yeah, that was that was actually before Hope and Faith. Um, when I was, uh, I was, I think I was six when I did that, and uh, with another New Jersey native, Kevin Smith, who's uh, who's at you know he has this store in Red Bank. But uh, yeah, we we did that a lot in Jersey, and Raquel Castro uh, was was with me, and we were both so young, and it was just such a uh, a fun experience. It was during Halloween, I remember, believe it or not. And uh, they let us go uh, trick-or-treating uh, on set, which was a lot of fun. Raquel, myself, and Harley, who is um, Kevin's daughter. And then another appearance that you made too, which um, was kind of funny, is when you were on Hope and Faith, you also made an appearance on the Conan O'Brien show and got to meet Conan O'Brien at that young age and joked around with him. What are your memories of that interview? Yeah, Conan was, I just, you know, it's so funny. Um, 
that was uh, kind of a last minute thing they called me. Uh, they actually called me that day to, to do it. And I had to hurry up over there and, and get there and get ready. And it was kind of just a slam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Just, I, I went in and I did it. And, uh, I mean, like in the interview, I'll remember, I, I can, can never forget it. I mean, the man's, he's tall people. He's tall. He's just a very tall fella. And I was just very, uh, struck by how big he was. And, and obviously, uh, I am, I am not that, that, that size. and then you also were on um you did some episodes of the wizards of waverly place as well yeah well i did that because um one of the writers on hope and faith peter moriarty actually went over and uh he was a an executive producer of wizards of waverly place and he wrote the episode and and that's how we got in touch so it was a hope and faith connection. That's why I did it. And then what were some of the other things that you did after hope and faith? Um, I was in a film, Speed Racer, um, with, with John Goodman, Susan Sarandon, and Neil Hirsch. Uh, and I did Doubt with Meryl Streep and Philip Seymour Hoffman. I did The Lifeguard. Um, I was... I, I, Early on, I was in Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind, and then uh, I started producing. Actually, I, I first started producing with Faith. Faith, uh, I went and I worked on a short film with Faith in Alexandria, Louisiana, and Campy and her husband directed it. And uh, I was also in it with uh, with Faith and Joe Adler. Um, so that's where I got, you know, sort of my my feet off the ground, and then. I, I went on to do, uh, I did the Book of Love and Sex Guaranteed and a bunch of stuff producing. Okay. So it's awesome. been an interesting 20 years, Mike. Yeah. Interesting. And then in the past couple of years, you found another interesting thing that you pursued. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So, um, just about three years ago, I was in New York talking to a friend of mine who's a designer, and he was telling me how difficult it was to deal with overseas, uh, getting his yarn, getting his fabric, from the standpoint of quality and turnover ratio. And as like a big two-year-old, uh, you you notice I never grew up in the business. I just I'm just a big kid. Uh, so I said, "Why?" And he said, "Because that's just the way it is." And uh, that didn't really make too much sense to me. So I went to the Union Square, Barnes and Noble, and uh, I bought every book I could on textiles and cotton the next day. And I found that a, uh, I found that a bale of cotton travels twice around the world before it gets turned into a t-shirt and sold to us in America. And I said, that doesn't really make too much sense. If we grow something here, we should spin it here and turn it into a t-shirt and sell it here. And that's what we did. And uh, I, I founded HPR, Harvest Produce Retail. Two seconds of the truck going by. Uh, but I founded HPR with my business partner, Robert Renierson. And we came to the heart of America. And uh, we're in Jonesboro, Arkansas, about 50 minutes outside of Memphis. And we took all cotton that's locally grown within 50 miles of the factory. And we turned it into to clothing. 
So it's been a, a, a neat um, venture out from film. Um, obviously, I love film. It's always my first love and my true passion. Um, but it's been nice to do something a little different. Yeah, that's awesome. And now what we're going to do is we're going to play the lightning round. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you a couple right. things and you just tell me which one you prefer. All right. So on your chicken nuggets, do you prefer barbecue Ooh. sauce, ranch, or honey mustard? Barbecue. Okay. And you know what I actually prefer? It's not even one of the choices that I gave you. Just pure honey without the mustard, just honey. On your chicken nuggets. On your chicken nuggets. They used to have that when I was a child at McDonald's. And I don't know why we got away from the honey and we mixed mustard well, in it. Well, if you were, if you know, they have hot mustard over at McDonald's, which I love the hot mustard. Yep. But honey, I have to try that. I yeah. haven't tried, never did. Delicious. Put honey on the chicken nuggets and let me know how you like it. <laughs> All right. Soccer or baseball? Baseball. What I like about you or Reba? What I like about you. Better decade, 50s, 60s, or 70s? Oh, 50s to me. I didn't live in any of them, but I'm going to pick 50s. And I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Scream or I know what you did last summer? <laughs> Oh, I guess I know what you did last summer. And then which season do you prefer? Summer or winter? Summer. Survivor or Big Brother? Ugh, I didn't really watch either of them, but I guess I'll go Survivor. Okay. Eight simple rules or less than perfect? Oh, eight simple rules. The Macarena or Mambo number five? Ooh, that's a, that's a, that's the question of the century right there. I'm going to go uh, Mambo number five. Hot coffee or iced coffee? Ooh, it depends on the season. See, right now I got my iced coffee. Yep. Do you prefer to call somebody or text somebody? Call, call. And do you have a favorite streaming service? No, I'm not a streamer. I'm not a streamer. I'm either, I, I, it's funny, I don't really, I'm either ESPN or uh, the stock market channel. Yeah. Those are the only channels that are on. Same with me. I'm not a huge streamer. I have, you know, watched some things on streaming services, but I don't have them normally. I, I still watch, you know, basic network stuff and cable channels. But mm -hmm. okay, so thank you so much for joining us here today. Can you tell everybody if they wanted to get in contact? Thank with you, you for having me. You're welcome. Can you tell us how they could contact you if somebody's watching this, one of the fans? Yeah, just contact me on Instagram uh, at NJBoy33. Um, that's my handle. I don't have a Twitter. Um, I don't have Facebook. I don't have anything. So pretty much Instagram at NJBoy33.
Okay. And thank you again for joining us. And thank you guys for watching. And we'll talk to you all soon. Bye, everybody. Bye.